0: You know, it's always a question of a uh, uh, mixing consistency, mixing different kind of uh, uh, flavors. If you are putting something salty, maybe you want a contrast with something sweet, for example. If you are using maybe an extra cheese, or uh, I will recommend adding a little bit of um, acidity. In. Welcome to
1: Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, and today we are making pizza. I love pizza, and we live next door to a pizza restaurant, and I never thought to make our own pizza at home because it's right there. However, when the pandemic started, well, actually the night before we all went in lockdown in March of 2020, uh, we went to a friend's house back when you could go do that thing and they made homemade pizza and, and then turned on a movie and it, it was their tradition every Friday night to make pizza and, and have a movie and I just never thought to make my own homemade pizza. But then the very next day, we started our stay-at-home order and our lockdown. And I'm like, well, even though the pizza shop is right there, we should start making our own homemade pizza. And we started experimenting with dough. I was able to find yeast. And I learned so much. I'd always been so afraid of yeast. And this was really the first time I started working with it. And it's been such an amazing experience for us. And it's a tradition that we've held on to since March of making homemade pizza on Friday night. Every now and then we veer away from it, but it's a fun thing to have to look forward to. And it's now a new constant in our lives right now. And I was thinking about the podcast and right now uh, COVID-19 cases are skyrocketing, uh, we are essentially on another lockdown, but we've, we're have we staying at home. We're staying at home. We're not traveling right now, which is kind of weird for an adventure and travel podcast here. But I, I really wanted to bring out some experiences that you can have at home. And one of those experiences can be making homemade pizza. And I found the guy to talk to, uh, Fabio Erante. And around 10 years ago, he left the corporate world to follow his passion and enter the pizzeria. Um, so he's, he's from Italy. And then in 2014, he moved to London, he still lives there. And he was creating these pizza experiences and bringing families together, uh, to make pizza together and, and have parties and teach how to make homemade pizza. Uh, I mean, which coming from a true Italian is really exciting. However, he's had to shift his business model a bit. Um, as we're not coming together right now. Uh, so he's got these great tutorials online, excellent videos, and I love his Instagram account. Uh, so definitely go find him. Um, he goes by Fabulous Pizza, but his name is in it. So it's so it's Fabio Ulyss Pizza. So his name is in it. So Fabio Ulysses. Pizza. Find that on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can also check out his website, Fabioarante.com. And he is gonna come and share his tips and tricks for making homemade pizza. Welcome Fabio to Experiences
0: You Should Have Podcast. Thank you, again for having me.
1: This is so exciting. I I love your videos. I love your
0: fervor oh, for life. It's just really nice. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you.
1: Yeah. So I'd love just to hear a little bit about your your background
0: and. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Of course, we're talking about my pizza making background, right? Yes, your pizza-making uh, could... background. What got you here? <laughs> I'm telling you, because I had kind of a, um, a different kind of backgrounds. I did plenty of stuff in my life. But at some point, around 10 years ago, I became, 9, 10 years ago, I became a professional pizza maker. Uh, actually, the, the whole thing, I started when I was a kid. The usual, the classic Saturday night, Saturday pizza night with my family, it was the the gathering moment the the moment where everybody was uh, at the table sharing something delicious actually because my mom used to bake it and for me there was also the the, the moment prior to do, to the actual um you know eating pizza because i was around my mom all the time getting my hands dirty with flour and water my nose dirty actually also and, yeah, it was also a, a moment for me to stay close, to experience something together with my mom, to have fun with her, if you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, yeah, yeah, I still remember, I, like it was, like, yesterday, I think 40 years has passed <laughs> from the time, <laughs> from the very first time. But, uh, yeah, I still treasure those um, those memories, you know, because that's where it all started. And fast forward, around nine, ten years ago, uh, I left my corporate job <laughs> just to, uh-huh. enter, to enter a restaurant. The idea was I want to eat pizza every day of my life from now on, <laughs> every single day. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, that, that was the plan. That was the plan. So I started uh, learning how to uh, make pizza. Um, I used to. My teacher at the time was the the um, how can I say the person who cooked for me all the time because there was this uh, takeaway pizza shop uh, around the corner, and I used to go there twice a week, at least three, four times a week, (laughs) very often. So we became Quickly friend, me and the and the pizza yolo, the pizza maker there. And you know, one time I told him, you know, Mario, why don't you teach me making pizza? And I said it once again and then once again. At some point he just said listen Fabio, come into my shop because um I can really use a couple of a couple of extra hands. So just get in, starting tomorrow, starting next week, starting whenever you want, and I can teach you making pizza with me, right? It was kind of a surprise for me because, you know, um, I didn't really consider learning about real pizza making. I mean, until that time, I made plenty of pizza in my kitchen, in my home kitchen. But, you know, uh, something just clicked at that point. And so I said to myself, oh, wow, you know what, maybe it's time I really I really step, step into a restaurant. And this is what happened. From there, uh, you know, and the rest is history. So where was this? Where were you? Okay. Uh, at that time of my life, I used to live in a beautiful town in uh, Italy, uh, because I don't know if you notice my Italian accent. I know my English is perfect, but uh, probably you notice know uh, a slight Italian accent. At the time, uh-huh. uh, I lived in uh, in Italy, uh, in a city, beautiful town called uh, Bologna. Uh, I did university there, and I started, as I said, I started working in a, the corporate world. And uh, I just stepped outside the office and inside the restaurant. After, uh, let me think about it, a couple of years, I think, experience, I moved to another city in, uh, in Italy, but pretty close to Rome, Roma, uh, capital. Mm-hmm. And after another six, seven months, I think, uh, I moved finally to London. We're talking about seven years ago, almost seven years ago. So you know I kept bouncing from city to city to from country to country.
1: Wow. I mean, what what a history. This is so <laughs> exciting to have you on a a real Italian making homemade pizza. And and now you are sharing that love of pizza and helping people learn mm-hmm. how to make their own homemade pizza exactly uh, yeah which i mean i think this is great because uh, here many of us are our home right now we're mm-hmm. we're not going out and this is something that we can do from home and it's an excellent experience
0: uh, exactly you have. exactly and you know this is actually the reason why um, you know, actually, I left the restaurant uh, a while ago because basically my body said, stop it, stop it now. <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. And so I just decided, you know, uh, I also also wanted to do work for myself, to be honest. Mm. And so this is why I started a small business based on... Uh, Teaching people how to bake their own happiness, basically. I went from home to home, from a birthday party to um, team building experience, etc., etc. And I just made people happy. Uh, but suddenly, guess what? The coronavirus struck, and so I had to pivot. Uh, right now, I tr- try and teach it uh, on the cyberspace, if you want. Uh, So this is why I have a uh, video course up there on uh, Udemy, a very famous platform. Um, And, you know, uh, I'm planning to to do live experiences because that's where uh, the game comes in. Uh, I miss staying with people. Uh, uh, You know, uh, I'm Italian. Uh, Maybe I'm I'm kind of feeding a uh, cliché here, but I'm... Mm -hmm i enjoy staying with people i like talking with people my hands talk talk with people a lot as you can imagine and mm-hmm. you know um yeah the plan is to to uh, bring my experience my pizza experience as i always call them on the cyberspace so i can start uh, sharing live um with people that that will be the the best thing for me
1: ah oh, i love it Pizza experiences with Fabio and and so your your brand is fabulous pizza yeah it's just fabulous
0: pizza fabulous uh, you, you can just say whatever you want I just wanted to put my name inside the word and yes. so it's fine Not because <laughs> I am fabulous but uh, I don't want to sound <laughs> arrogant but my pizza wow they are fabulous. <laughs>
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, and I will make sure to, to link to your social profiles and your YouTube in our show notes. So listeners, please check them out. Uh, So, I mean, let's talk about making your own homemade pizza. Mm -hmm. What ingredients do you need to make
0: pizza? Let's do it. Let's talk about pizza. Let's, let's go Mm -hmm. into the nitty gritty. Uh, yeah honestly um it's so easy making pizza in, at home most probably there is, i mean there is a high high chance you have everything in your pantry right now i won't even mention the water from your tap uh, a little bit of flour a little bit of salt maybe the yeast if you're not used to baking you should go at the, to the corner shop and buy some uh, some yeast but you know for the ingredients at least to prepare the dough Uh, Later on, of course, you you can use whatever toppings you you want, the the usual one, the usual suspects, (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. tomato sauce and mozzarella or any cheese will work. I don't want to be, uh, you know, orthodox if you want, but you can top your pizza with really whatever you want. Consider pizza as a different shape of bread if you want. And yeah. As long as you have some flour, some salt, some yeast, and anything you like to top it, you're good to go. Um,
1: So let's talk flour. Are we talking double zero flour? Are we
0: talking all-purpose bread flour? What kind of flour should people be using? Okay, first I want to ask you something before. Do we have four hours to talk about flours? What?
1: <laughs> There's more flour.
0: Yeah, no, you know, yeah. of course, of course, that's where the the geeky, passionate chef will 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 come in. I will try and keep it uh, um, nice and short. Um, you mentioned the double zero flour or zero zero if you want. And um, I tell you something, I, I feel there is some kind of hype around the zero zero flour. Um, it seems like if you don't use zero zero flour, you cannot make pizza at all. And I will reveal a—it's <laughs> not a secret, of course—but I will tell you something. Uh, zero zero is just uh, a name uh, we give in Italy. In Italy, uh, we have a um, a classification, let's say, for the flowers that goes like this: from uh, a whole meal flour, we, we use, of course, the Italian word, which is integrale. So from wholemeal flour, then there is uh, flour number two, then one, then zero, and finally double zero. This classification goes from, uh, uh, how can I say? It's a classification that um, includes the uh, refinements of the flour. So while the wholemeal, which we call integrale, is not refined, is very little refined, the zero zero is just a little bit more refined. That's it. There is no uh, secret in a zero zero flour. It's just a different name, different classification we have in Italy. That's it. What's really important, extremely important for a, a flour in order to be good uh, for pizza making is the content in protein. This is less geeky than it sounds, uh, I promise, because mm-hmm. every bag of flour. Uh, in the uh, you know there is like a, a box with the nutritional facts. Uh, uh-huh. Every I promise every every box every bag of flour will have a, a box uh, with the um, uh, content in protein. The higher the content in protein, the better that flour is for uh, uh, for uh, pizza making in general. This is a rule of thumb, of course. If you want to go uh, deeper, if you want, uh, we. we I told you we can talk for mm-hmm. hours and hours, <laughs> but in general, in general, if I need to um, keep it nice and short, I will say, not necessarily you should um, go nuts and find a double zero flower, checking every 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 corner in your city, every um, uh, e-commerce shop uh, for for uh, a special. Uh, Italian flour, just find a good bread flour which is usually higher in protein in proteins. You will be good to go with uh, this kind of, uh, of flour that's the that's actually my my go to flour here in uh, London in the United Kingdom where I live there is no zero zero flour flour of course i uh, I like to to buy something more professional when i even when I bake at home but very often, I just make my pizzas with flour I buy at the supermarket. I have a very, very DIY approach when I bake at home, mm-hmm. and this is what I teach actually. So you don't need you don't need any uh, professional uh, uh, product, and you don't need any professional uh, equipment as well. I will never ask you to buy a I don't know a, a a specific table a scraper a, a standing mixer or blah 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 use your hand use a spoon who cares
1: yeah i so i watched some of your videos and mm-hmm. and we've been making our own pizza at cool. home uh, which is exciting, but I I think I cheat because I use a dough hook, and mm-hmm. and I watched your video and mm-hmm. you just you used a, a spoon. A
0: spoon, yay! A a spoon. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. When I say when I say let's use a spoon, I um, I don't I don't want to say avoid using a, a mixer. You just said you use a hook. That's perfectly oh. fine. Uh, my idea is uh, you can actually use a totally DIY approach. You can prepare a very good pizza and you don't need to buy anything at all. Anything oh, at really. all. So well done in using your, uh, your mixer, I guess, with your, with your yeah. hook. Um, my point is you don't really need a spoon. You can do it with your um, uh, sorry, you don't need a uh, an actual standing mixer. you You can use a, a spoon a fork your hands. I like getting my hands dirty, so
1: <laughs> now what what ratio if if you're you know cooking um, pizza for a family of four at mm-hmm, home mm-hmm. Uh, about how much flour, how much salt, uh, how much yeast. Yeah, and how much water?
0: But uh, you know what? Uh, um, I like when my life gets easy, so this is why I did a simple Google sheet. Can mm-hmm. Can I say Google? Uh, it's yeah, that's like <laughs> it's sure. not, it's not yeah. an endorsement. It's just a, yeah. a, a public public domain thing. I did a simple Google sheet, which I called the Doc Calculator. Uh, where uh, I just input the number of pizzas I want to prepare that night, and the um, uh, the sheet said, Poof, Fabio, just use this amount of flour, this amount of water, this amount of yeast, uh, this, this amount of salt, and that's it. Um, so, of course, I can give you... Uh, I can try and be precise with number, uh, but just in case, um, I I can just give you, all of you, the... My do calculator is just a, a Google sheet. It's free, of course. It's I can share I share it already with anybody. You will find it everywhere on my YouTube channel, on my Instagram. You find it everywhere. But I will uh, recommend using a very, that, that very simple tool. Just to um, um, be more precise, in general, what I do is uh, considering uh, 100 grams of water per person. Now, I know you guys on the other side of the pond, you don't use grams, (laughs) but I do. I'm pretty ignorant, so I can try and convert 100 grams of water. (laughs) Um, It's just easy for me because, uh, you know, it's easy to do the proportions, the percentages and all the rest. Uh, 100 grams of flour, uh, sorry, 100, 100 grams of water, and under 50 grams of uh, flour, this is the, the base, you will use mm-hmm. a um, uh, like a teaspoon of uh, salt, half a teaspoon of yeast to make one pizza, only one pizza. So you just make, uh, you do the, uh, a simple calculation, times two, times three, times four, for all these ingredients, but the yeast. I know you asked me something about the yeast.
1: mm mm-hmm. Because you use less yeast than than I use. And then what exactly. I see in a lot of recipes, we use two and one fourth teaspoon of, exactly. of yeast.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, this is one uh, of the main differences between, let's say, the, the random uh, pizza maker at home and uh, somebody who went a little bit, uh, you know, more in-depth studying uh, about pizza making. Uh, uh, it's, not, uh, it's not a geeky thing, I promise. It's pretty uh, easy to, to understand. But I'm telling you why um, to make a good pizza, you should uh, reduce a lot uh, the uh, amount of yeast and uh, increase, on the other side, the amount of rising time. Uh, it's pretty, uh, I think it's uh, easy to understand that the more yeast you use, the uh, quicker your dough uh, will rise. And Correct. you can also think the other way around. The less yeast I use, the longer the rising time. Is that Correct. clear, right? Yep. Oh, very clear. This is what we want to really achieve a, a longer rising time. Not just for the sake of the time, but because the longer the rising time, the more. Um, wow, this is gonna be hard. I'm not going, not 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 becoming the, the pizza geek. I'm gonna wear like. Oh a no! It's
1: okay, geek <laughs> away,
0: geek away. Uh, okay, let's say that um, during the uh, rising time, some uh, chemistry kicks in, and uh, some fermentation will start. Uh, the fermentation will give the extra um, the extra flavor in your uh, uh, in your final product in your pizza. You will uh, smell it in your dough. Uh, when your dough is rising, the longer uh, the longer the rising time, the more you start to smell a little bit of, a, like, acidic touch, a little bit of alcohol, if you want, just a little bit of alcohol. And this is what um, it's explaining to you, that you are achieving some fermentation. And if your dough will ferment a little bit, that that uh, acidic part will become taste inside uh, inside your, ho- your, your oven. Uh, it will mm-hmm. become, how can I say, let's say the taste of your pizza will become a little bit more complex. You will notice, especially if you uh, bite just the, the crust without the toppings, you will say to yourself, well, look, what the heck is this? It's not just plain flour. And so this is why if you ask me, the number one suggestion for the uh, everyday pizza maker at home is this one: just use less yeast and use um, and increase the rising time. This is what will make you step up your pizza game.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, how long do you let that rise
0: with um, using less yeast? Um, I can give you. Uh, just some, I'm going to say so. Some, uh, yeah, I can give you some some guidelines here because, of course, uh, you know the fermentation time depends, of course, on the amount of yeast, but it also depends on the uh, temperature you have in your house, etc. Mm. So, uh, ideally, the uh, rising time can be easily 24 hours. You know what? Let's try and um, let's try and uh, make pizza together right now. Are you are you okay with it? Let's yeah say, let's say tomorrow i want to um have lunch with a nice pizza right i used to yeah. eat around one o'clock let's say 1 one thirty, depending i mean uh, let's say one o'clock so yeah. to, tomorrow no i'm gonna eat my my pizza around one o'clock today in the afternoon let's say two o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon i will uh i will prepare my dough i will knead my dough um, so let's say, yeah, let's say two o'clock just for, for the sake of the calculation it's going to be easier at two o'clock. Yeah. I will prepare my dough. It takes me 15, 20 minutes, let's say. And then I will leave you, I, I will uh, let it rest uh, on my table for, uh, around one hour. After this hour, I will move my dough inside the fridge. Mm-hmm. So I will try and, uh, slow down a little bit the, the fermentation we mentioned earlier tomorrow in the morning first thing in the morning let's say 8:30 9 it depends uh, on your on your <laughs> alarm call in the morning first right. thing you in the morning you will take your uh, your dough from the fridge to room temperature so it starts to to uh, increase its own temperature What we want to do is uh, stretch our pizza only after the dough reached room temperature again. Okay. Overall, starting together around 2 o'clock until tomorrow at 1 o'clock, we achieved 23 hours uh, fermentation, right? Mm hmm So this is the um, the little trick that will that will give you the the extra flavor uh, in your pizza. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, however, I have a I have a a, a nice uh, video on my YouTube channel uh, where I I explain in a little bit more more, more detail my whole uh, workflow. Of course, uh, I, I I tried to explain it here in just uh, thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> my um, you know it, it's also a little bit harder when I cannot show stuff uh so right. yeah i will recommend having a look at that video uh in order to uh, see a little bit more in depth uh my r- workflow and probably it's gonna be easier to to grab notes for example <laughs> to yes take absolutely
1: so so after you've let your dough rest and you uh, stretch it out, mm-hmm. uh, we gotta talk sauce here. Ew. Let's sauce. What do you sauce. use
0: for let's do sauce. Let's what? do let's do sauce, <laughs> but I'm afraid I'm gonna disappoint you here, Gail. Oh, I no. will so disappoint you. Yeah, what do you- because because I'm gonna tell you my my own sauce, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's open right now. Let's open a can of uh, peeled tomato, peeled tomatos. Right. Okay. Let's squash them roughly, maybe with our hands. Right. So we, we are more huh, uh, in the game. Right. Let's add a pinch of salt, and that's it. Nothing more.
1: What? Wait, what? No, wait. Hold on. What about our Italian herbs? What about, you know, even a pinch of sugar.
0: I uh, told you. Uh, I told you would disappoint you. I told you would disappoint you. I told you would disappoint you. But anyway, um, now that I did my, my you know, my, my little show, <laughs> if you want, let me tell you. Let me tell you something different. <laughs> of course, this is. Um, this is just the way I make uh, my uh, tomato sauce for my pizza. Just because I am bloody Italian, <laughs> 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 and this is because it's my tradition. Uh, by no means I want to say this is the only way you should uh, prepare pizza uh, pizza sauce. Uh, of course, this is also you know um, easier on a professional level. Uh, because it's easier just to uh, open uh, a a lot of uh, cans of of peeled tomato, to add salt, maybe some basil, if you want. I know many colleagues who add basil, of course, and it's pretty awesome with tomato sauce. Tomato sauce and basil are like uh, twin brothers, Uh, so they they, they are perfect together. Um, It's not necessary, let's say. Uh, If you want, you can add basil after you bake it, but uh, this is just to to say, let's uh, strip down to to the bone the tomato sauce we use for pizza, with just some peeled tomato and some salt. However, depending on the different styles, because you, you can teach me probably the, the styles of uh, um, pizza making. Uh, on that side of the pond, you you invented some amazing kind of uh, uh, pizzas like the Detroit style for example um, there is the New York style which is pretty mm, is more similar to the typical Neapolitan slash Italian kind of pizza but you have uh, countless uh, styles of pizza and there are yeah. a few of them uh, which requires a, a different kind of somato sauce uh, which will be uh, cooked with a little bit of garlic, possibly, to my knowledge, a little bit of uh, herbs. Uh, but I cannot really, uh, let's say, endorse <laughs> this, <laughs> this, kind, this kind of sauces because they are not my tradition. Uh, again, yeah, uh, I, 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 love, I love them all. I love them all. But if you ask me, I will tell you there is no secret sauce. <laughs> excuse the, the pun. <laughs> the pun <laughs> not intended. There is no secret sauce in the tomato sauce. <laughs> Um uh-huh. that's safe. Okay. You can you can okay. just do it where whatever you want, really.
1: Okay, so we have a <laughs> we have the secret sauce. Yeah. And now, <laughs> now for the the topping. Well the cheese and toppings. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I know this must change by the day for you, but today, if you were mm-hmm, to make a pizza, mm-hmm. what are you topping it with?
0: Ma, uh, listen, um, just on top of my head, if you ask me what's your favorite pizza, I will always, always say it's Pizza Margherita, tomato sauce and mozzarella, that's it. Uh, mm. Probably just because there is some kind of connection with the Saturday night, the Saturday pizza night I had with my family 40 years ago. Uh, mm. That was the, the the only kind of pizza we had that said yeah uh, I got plenty of uh, I could suggest you plenty of different of different um let's say uh pairings with the toppings. Uh this is actually what I do uh, mm-hmm several times a week on my Instagram feed, I share plenty of uh, uh, inspiration uh, for uh, pizza toppings. So one of uh, uh, my favorites I did uh, recently, it's a very, no, uh, maybe it's not simple. Let me uh, um, bat in my tongue here. Uh, I mean, it's simple uh, if we talk about the toppings because they are so easy to find. Uh, maybe there is a little bit of uh, um, Something, some, some, something you, you should do in, in between. But without further ado, let me <laughs> say about this fantastic pizza. I'm talking about a um, pizza made with uh, no much sauce and mozzarella, with a little bit of prosciutto, Ooh. with a little yeah. bit of whipped ricotta. I know uh, out there uh, you have ricotta and you use it quite quite often, but uh-huh. if you whip. Ricotta with a simple with a simple mixer, we incorporate so much air inside the ricotta, and, oh. and we be, it will become so light and foamy. I will say it's beautiful. Do it, do it tomorrow, please. Uh, you can thank me later.
1: Okay, and I will. Promise. The third,
0: the third ingredient will be some crushed pistachios. Can I say it in Italian? Pistachio. Pistachio. Yeah, pistachios, crumb, crushed pistachios, just to give a little bit of crunch. And of course, the, the saltiness of the pistachio will match beautifully with the whipped ricotta. You know, mm. it's always a question of uh, uh, mixing consistency, mixing different kind of uh, uh, flavors. If you are putting something, um, I don't know, something a little bit salty, maybe you want a contrast with something sweet. For example, if you are using maybe an extra cheese or an ingredient which is very a little bit crazy, let's say, uh, I will recommend adding a little bit of um, acidity inside your um, your meal in general, not just pizza. For example, yeah. uh, I did uh, recently a, a purple pizza with some <laughs> purple cabbage, purple slash red cabbage. Uh, some sausage so it became a little bit very very rich uh, flavor wise and i also wanted to add some cranberries because since the sausage was so rich together with the cabbage i want to give something to refresh your mouth if you check it on my instagram you, you will be amazed because it's Purple. <laughs> purple. I can I cannot I cannot describe it differently. It's purple. It's really purple. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just I got a little bit carried away talking about the toppings. I can also talk about toppings all the time. I'm oh. kind of creative, you know, kind of a- I, l-
1: I love a good topping and so I make margarita pizza, but I, I kind of change it. And so I hope this doesn't make you cringe.
0: No, it uh, doesn't. I promise.
1: Okay. Okay. I put a fresh mozzarella and tomatoes mm-hmm. and bake in a very hot oven. Mm-hmm. And then I come out and I uh, put like a chiffonade basil on top or basil. Mm-hmm. and And then I drizzle... Uh, balsamic vinegar.
0: On oh, top? that's the best! Love it, love oh! it. That's spot on, spot on, spot on. Really. Um, while you wear, and
1: then, uh, yeah. Oh, the one. and then last thing is some a pinch of malden sea salt to bring out the oh, saltiness. Brilliant, brilliant,
0: brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be yeah, nice, 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 and yeah, tasty. A lot of malden sea uh, sea salt. You can also use it for. Do you know what focaccia is? Oh, yes, I love exactly. focaccia. It's the best if you add bald sea salt on top of a focaccia, maybe with a yes. little bit of a rosemary, nice and easy, but so refreshing in your mouth. And, mm-hmm. you know, Gail, uh, while you were describing me your, um, your uh, recipe, your toppings, um, I thought about a couple of uh, things. First, you said about the mozzarella, the fresh mozzarella. I have a quick tip about the mozzarella because you know, a mozzarella can be quite moist. And okay. um, maybe a little bit of that moisture can remain on top of your pizza after you bake it. Uh, probably it happened to you. It depends, uh-huh. of course, on the on the brand of the kind of mozzarella you bought, but. In case you buy a very fresh mozzarella, which is very moist, so I would cut the mozzarella a few hours prior and leave it uh, drain in a colander, in a sieve, mm-hmm. whatever you have. So it will release the excess of water, and that water will not go on top of your pizza. Um, it's a little a little trick that can also improve even the the as aspect the final aspect the final aesthetic side of your pizza if you want.
1: <laughs> that is a great trick. Now, a big question for you yep. is that uh many times I've I've gone to a, a pizza restaurant and they're they're cooking in a wood-fired oven that can get, you know, 800 <laughs> 900 degrees. My oven, I can get to 500 degrees at home. Mm-hmm. Um so, and I know you need to cook it in a very hot mm-hmm. oven, and so I preheat my pan in the oven, but are, are there any tips and tricks uh, for making your oven hot, or you, you, what type of equipment to use under your pizza to mm-hmm, get it mm-hmm. hotter at home?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, good point, very good point. Um, you said your oven reaches around five hundred uh, degrees, right? Mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. Okay, yeah, Fahrenheit. Uh, I started to learn the difference between Fahrenheit and Celsius, and started to do the, <laughs> the, 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 the conversion because I deal with friends from from overseas very often. So um, I started to get used to the differences. In fact, I can tell you, my oven in my kitchen, right, right. Here, uh, uh-huh. it reaches 520 25 degrees, which is not that much compared to, to yours. And still, right. you probably know my pizzas in uh, on my Instagram feed, and they're 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 good. I don't want to sound you know <laughs> like yeah self, self no they're beautiful marketing. Oh look, I'm so good. He can make good pizzas, <laughs> but I mean yes, they're they're good. Um yes there is a a trick. I guess your oven is an electric oven, right? Uh,
1: I I think it's a gas oven.
0: <clears throat> oh, gas oven. It's still okay. It's still okay. It's even better for in to a certain extent because um electric ovens, you know, they have a, a construction limit. If you want, you need to preheat him for longer time compared to a uh, gas oven. Because Right. Gas gas ovens are more are more they stabilize easily um, compared to the electricity uh, to the electric oven because the electricity has its own cycles you know I'm kicking mm-hmm. out uh, once again
1: but no, in fine. general
0: in general uh, you really need to uh, preheat your oven for as long as you can usually there is a, a little light. On the on the front panel of your oven, which tells you when uh, the oven has reached its temperature, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if you have it, but anyway, this, this is pretty pretty common. I would recommend, even though, uh, even when the uh, little light goes off, just let your oven heat again, again for uh, slightly longer. I mean. Uh, it's going to be better, so the temperature will rise even one extra degree. You can make good use of that extra degree. Um, the idea would be to uh, put your pizza inside the oven when the oven is at the top of its temperature. So we, mm-hmm. you will give a, a little, a little, a big boost to your pizza And you will achieve the effect, you know, a little bit crunchy outside, but still soft inside. The higher the temperature, the better. Crank it up. Crank crank it up as high as you can. And the other idea would be, uh, do you have uh, the broiler in your oven? I do have a broiler. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Good news for you. Uh Uh-huh. You should uh, cook your pizza closer to your upper broiler uh-huh. so it will receive she will receive <laughs> the heat from the broiler as well and you will be able to uh, achieve a better coloration of the crust
1: now what kind of pan should I put my pizza on
0: uh, are you mm, are you thinking about starting baking your pizza in a Pan, uh, uh, I mean, like on, on, on the stove, like on a fire and then on the oven or straight away into the oven uh, using Just a pan. Straight pen.
1: away into the oven.
0: Uh, listen, the good pans, they are pretty expensive. They are pretty right. expensive. Uh, I could also talk about brands here, uh, but yeah. mm, the very famous one are the Lloyd's pen. Uh, mm-hmm. However, uh, as I mentioned when we first started our conversa- conversation, I am a big fan of the DIY approach. Uh, so you could easily uh, try and make your pizza without uh, spending so so much money for a like a mm, amazing pan. Uh-huh. Use the the best you could uh, afford and try and uh, use the the, the pan you already have you already have in your kitchen. Uh, I would say, I would dare say you can also use a, uh, I guess you could have a, a dripping, a dripping pan in your oven. Usually they come uh-huh. together with your oven. You can also right. you, use, you can also use your dripping pan.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. okay. Yep. Yep. Getting smart.
0: Oh yes, totally. And do you want to know, know something even smarter? Tell me. Ha <laughs> ha ready to go uh if you have that dripping pan leave it inside your oven while you preheat because that dripping pan will become super hot will become scorching and it will give the first uh, boost of uh, heat to your to your pizza when you stick it inside the oven
1: ah yes Mm -hmm. yes Ah, that's very smart. Very ha,
0: smart. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about all those those little tips and tricks. I, I I'm just trying to uh, bring my uh, you know the experience I had in years and years at the restaurant I'm trying to to bring it inside inside my kitchen. And you know, once you know the the concepts, the the, the basic concepts, you just try to translate them in uh, in kitchen language. <laughs> you know yes. If mean. you know what I mean, if you know what I mean because no, it, it, in our kitchen we have no no um, uh, wood fired oven we don't have uh, anything uh, professional fair enough but this doesn't mean we cannot afford to do a damn good pizza.
1: Right, absolutely. And uh I know that we're we're coming on the end of our time right now. And I just want to encourage my listeners to, to go uh, check out the YouTube videos. Um, I mean, I even learned a great tip today where I always used a rolling pin to roll out my pizza. And you gave some great tips of how to stretch out your pizza without a rolling pin.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There is a neat trick. Uh, I, I will struggle probably <laughs> uh, how can I say in describing this but if you have any um like a, a salad bowl stuff like this uh you can stretch your pizza using using the the, the bottom of your salad bowl put your salad bowl upside down yeah. put your uh, your dough on top of the of the salad bowl and just <laughs> pull the, the edges of your pizza. Um, the coincidence is I have a short video even for this. So it's easier for me to say, come on, Gabe, go and check out my video, so, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> it's so, it, 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 it takes longer to try and describe it rather than to actually do, a, um, to actually stretch a perfectly round pizza.
1: Uh. Well, perfect. I love all of these tips and there are more of these tips on your YouTube channel. I will link to it. I will embed a lot of the videos in the show notes. Great. Um, so listeners, definitely check it out. Uh, Fabio, truly appreciate you you coming on and and sharing the pizza experience
0: with us. Uh, and I truly appreciate you having me and it was, it was an honor for me being part of your podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe. And if you make your own homemade pizza at home, I want to see it. Tag it with the hashtag EYSH. I'm always following that hashtag, share your pizzas, and this will be an exciting experience. You know, get out, get out your hands, get out your bowl, get your yeast, your salt, your water, your high protein bread flour, or whatever flour you use. And let's get busy in the kitchen right now. And I hope everyone out there is staying safe and healthy And look forward to traveling one day. So until our next adventure, uh, let me know what you're doing at home.